The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second edition of the panel discussion post-credits. My name is Matt Johnson, your host for these bonus episodes in uh, association with the overall panel discussion podcast, where I talk comic book character-based video games. I'm really excited for this week. This was one that I uh, I really wanted to do last week as well, but I'm very happy with that X-Men Genesis guys. Time to shine. Now this week for week two, continuing on. Our choice, as voted on by our Facebook audience, is Maximum Carnage. Carnage came out on September 16th, 1994 for both the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and the Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis. Now, much like X-Men Genesis, I do have to attribute this game to a lot of uh, a lot of the reason why I love Spider-Man and uh, especially Venom uh, so much. You know, these really cool characters, again, an early experience to play as them. And from my opinion, a, a very very good um, video game to play as them. You know, side note, like LJN, which was the company that kind of uh, published, you know, one of the the bigger companies in it, did not produce good games ever. They had some real doozies, and, you know, in hindsight, looking at Spider-Man and Venom and Maximum Carnage, it was was a lot better. Uh, than anything that LJN had done really previously, at least from what I, from my perspective, from what I played. Now it was really cool too at the time. Um, video game stories never followed a comic book storyline ever. They used characters. They they created original stories for these video games, which is still practiced today. But in for this specific uh, game, they followed the script. The, the comic book storyline, the flow, really, really well. And it is this game is one of the reasons why Maximum Carnage is one of my favorite storylines all the time, uh, of all time. Because, I don't know, it just, it just brought a new life and depth to it. Uh, I never read the Maximum Carnage storyline until much later in my life after I had already played Maximum Carnage, the video game. And it was really cool to read it to read the original storyline after playing the game because you kind of fill in with the tidbits and you get excited when you see um, you know, certain areas, certain characters, moments, villains popping up in these certain times in the game uh, and the comic book. It, it just it, it really helped uh, me appreciate it a little bit more. And also, uh, this was, I think, the earliest playable version of Venom in any in any uh, video game too which was uh, which was really neat but uh, 
I get excited for that kind of stuff. I get excited for that stuff. I had this game originally for the Sega Genesis, and while I did enjoy it on there, uh, later in life I got to play it on the Super Nintendo, and I actually liked the Super Nintendo version much, much more than the Sega Genesis version. Personally, uh, the audio is is ten is a lot better, uh, a lot cleaner. The the fighting mechanics, the even the the, the controls with it just just feel a little bit more natural and I really enjoyed that aspect of it um I really did but oh yeah overall as a whole it, the one thing that I didn't like about the game and I wish they could have done a little bit better uh or implemented it was a two player mode it was multiplayer mode um, they eventually did a multiplayer mode with Spider-Man and Venom with Separation Anxiety, which is a game I'm sure we're going to get to review at some point on this these bonus episodes. But um, you know, I, th- I think it would have been neat. It would have been neat. I, I remember playing this, with, you know, with my dad, my cousin Nico, uh, my uncle Rich. That was kind of our that was kind of my video gaming click back growing up. And you know, he used to take turns on every level. He used to take turns on every level. That's kind of how it was. Uh, multiplayer would have made it. Would have made it quite a quite a lot better. That's for sure. Um, also, you know, I didn't realize this until um, later on too. The main theme of Maximum Carnage uh, is an actual song that was digitized down to to you know be able to be played on these consoles, these sixteen bit hardwares. Um, but Green Jelly actually does the Maximum Carnage song, which is what we're going to play to close out this sh- this episode, as well as one of the boss fights, uh, the boss battle music. I just found this out minutes before going on air. Is uh, one of the boss fight OSTs is actually based on a Black Sabbath song called "The Mob Rules," and you know what? I'm going to play those comparisons for you right now. That's a really cool tidbit that they utilized actual music and turned them into songs. And actually, the original songs are hold up really well on their own, as, as well as the, the the video game versions. And I think that helped brought a little bit of popularity, a little bit of a uh, you know cult appreciation for those video games. Uh, Playability wise, the the game and the game was really well. It was, you know you can only pick uh, play as Spider Man or Venom, and 
you know, the levels, some of the levels uh, were, were made for both of them. There were some levels that were made for each unique character that you couldn't access it. So this really helped. This is going to help with the replayability value later on. But uh, simple button commands, if, if you know, if you never played it, there's the standard punch button. There's the um, actually web swing. There's the jump. There's um, you can do like a dash attack. You can do a web shield. And there's some uh, like a jumping. Well, for Spider-Man, there's like a jumping, spinning kick. It takes away health, but it's like a super attack. And for Venom, there's the uh, he sticks his hands out and spins around in a circle, kind of like an airplane. And that's his like super attack. And it's 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 really neat. It's really like a cool, simple fighting style. I, I think superhero side scroll scroller beat 'em ups worked really well. Uh, they're very, especially for the '90s. Um, very, very, it was probably the best way to do video games, uh, for comic book characters back then. And this one was, was no different. The first level, you're starting off in the streets of New York, blah, streets of New York, and you're fighting off these mob villain, you know, these, these citizens. And, you know, in the comic book, uh, Maximum Carnage, the Shriek is slowly starting to rile up the, uh, the populace of New York City to become more violent. And this becomes more evident the, the further you get into the game. Um, you know, the the first boss is a uh, is a pair of two uh, two women who've got like this wild hair that, that they whip at you, and it does damage. And they do these flying kicks and stuff, and it's really cool. The second level, uh, you know, also a Spider-Man level is a is a climb level, uh, which is a really neat feature. And there's actually a secret level in here too. Uh, if you go to the bottom right screen, if you if you hover, if you got Spider-Man sticking to the building and then drop down and kick uh, at the right place on this last window, there's a secret area where we can get three extra lives. And this happens more often than not uh, within the game. Uh, lots of there, some of the levels feature secret secret levels um, in their own. Some of them, I know one of them is accessible only with Venom, which is uh, which is a really cool really cool feature but um yeah and then you start slowly getting into breaking it down fighting these villains off uh shriek and doppelganger well doppelganger is the first one and then it's you fight in the church where uh you know cloak and dagger come in for the assist which becoming your first assist characters uh you fight shriek and doppelganger and it eventually uh you know it goes i think after that level you actually get a choice between playing start doing your first uh, gameplay as Venom or continuing on as Spider-Man, where if you pick a Spider-Man, you do a level where you're fighting uh, Demo Goblin, uh, which is really neat. It, start, it starts off with a weird level where you're just kind of swinging, and you, you want to try and kick him off his, uh, his, his glider, and it'll help you in the next battle, because on the next battle, you're actually fighting in the streets of Times Square. You're actually fighting Demo Goblin, which was, you know, again, when I seen that in the comic book, it was really awesome. If you pick the Venom storyline, you start off in San Francisco uh, because this is kind of where Venom starts to see that that um, you know everything's going on. He's this is kind of after the Lethal Protector storyline, I think. So he's, he's he's established himself as kind of a hero out in San Francisco. It might be before or after. I can't remember the exact time frame. But start off with that. You go through. There's also a secret level here at the ATM. And an ATM machine. If you do Venom Spin Move, you get a chance to get three extra lives as well. But um, eventually, he lands in New York, and the next level is 
fighting Shriek and Doppelganger in um, in Central Park, which is a, a pivotal scene because immediately after that, and this game does a really good job of usual, utilizing the different comic book panels to help push the story along. Uh, Venom arrives at Peter Parker's place, much to Mary Jane Watson's, you know, chagrin. She's not very fond of it, but him and Peter, this is where they start the, the team up. This, you know, they thought they were done with each other. Uh, they had hoped, but as, you know, all things in comic books that they never last. Um, but this is the beginning of their, uh, their team up, which, you know, sets us on a wild story. Um, the next batch of levels is, it doesn't matter who you choose. You will, uh, you play through an even more rundown streets of New York. And then the, uh, the club, oh, what's the club's name? Uh, you, you battle on the club. It's actually really the deep. It's called the deep. That's right. Uh, a really, a really cool scene. Um, really cool battle area where you're battling Demon Goblin, uh, Shriek and, and Doppelganger. And it's, it's really like, it's really trippy because it, it, it actually does a pretty good, cool job of representing a, a nightclub, which is what the deep was in the comic books. Um, after that, it's um, you know same thing on trajectory with who you with uh, doesn't matter who you pick, but um, if you pick Venom in the next upcoming levels, Spider-Man will will receive the uh, the Sonic Gun because they break into Reed Richards' lab and they go after Carnage, and it's vice versa. If you pick Spider-Man for these levels, Venom becomes an icon. Uh, to use as an assist character, which is I, I thought was a neat little function, but executed very well. Um, you know, some battles with that. This is kind of your first encounter with actually being able to fight with Carnage, and there's multiple encounters there. There's a ba- another battle in, um, it might be Central Park again as well, where you're fighting more and more of these mob characters. You got the 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 doctors with the umbrellas, which I I hate those guys so much. The guys in the trench coats, the Everybody, all the different civilian type characters that you've uh, battled so far are here and kind of in a mobbing and and kind of in a boss form too, actually. The the very first part of this this, uh, set of levels, you're you're fighting groups of four of all these characters, the big fat guys, um, guys in trench coats with guns, which is is a little new. So it it gets really intense and it after this, it, it splits off. It uh, it splits off. If you choose Spider-Man, you get to uh, do a level in a prison cell. If you choose Venom and the next character selection for this, uh, he's actually captured at this point. Um, so Spider-Man's level, if you choose Spider-Man's route, I think it extends um, the game a little bit longer because you have to do the jail cell and you have to do two, uh, I think, two battles in the street. Uh, against the the villains, you know, all the villains and and the mob. Uh, But if you choose Venom's route, you're in a cutscene because at this point he is captured by Carnage and his goons, where if you push, I know in the Sega Genesis controller, I think it's B and C, if you push them during a certain scene, you get access to a a secret level in, um, it's called the Statue of Liberty, which is essentially where he's being hit, you know, hit at and, and tortured and this is the first and only opportunity you get to receive Captain America's hero icon which is uh which is a really cool one but you know transcending through you think you beat Carnage and then the last two levels are really well executed 
you're just it's just Spider-Man and Venom. No hero characters. The first one is in the park and you know, Carnage has an insane amount of life. You're battling if he knocks off one of your, your life bars, the other character uh comes into play and keep going and the the game finishes off the last battle is at Carnage's uh childhood orphanage, uh St. Estes uh orphanage and yeah, after you beat him that last time, the, the game is over, and it's it's really, really neat. Um, one thing I do like, and I like this in X-Men Genesis as well, was the assist characters. This one had a lot more, and I feel like they were a little bit more, uh, they were a lot more valuable to it. This game is difficult on its own. It really is, and I did not beat this until I found an emulator online where I can actually save the game and progress through. I never beat this originally on the Sega Genesis until later in life. But, but yeah, it was the, the assist characters do make it easy. There, there are some really cool ones. Um, I mean, Cloak, ha, Cloak is a really neat one. Dagger is one of the most powerful ones. And um, you get Black Hat. You get, uh, let's see, Iron Fist is available. Deathlock is a really cool one. Uh, like I said, Captain America. Morbius is available. And uh, who else is there? That might be it. Oh, Fire uh, Firestar as well. She's in that too. I can I completely forgot. That might be it. I gotta. Yeah, I think that might be it. As far I might be missing one, but uh, the, the characters actually react to how they uh, they actually react to which player which character you're choosing the these side you know helper characters where um morbius w- really won't do much with uh spider-man but with venom he actually unleashes an attack that knocks down some a- allies i really don't know what morbius exactly does with spider-man but because their comic book relationship their actual you know continuity canon relationship is is very strained they uh you know that affects that and it, it works that way with a lot of the with a lot of the different ones, which adds, you know, it, it again it adds the replay value. It adds to, it makes the characters not feel so cookie cutter, which I think is important because you get those different reactions. So all in all, I, I just think it was a, a you know a really great game between the bonuses to between the uh, you know just everything that went into Maximum Carnage. I think it was a really well put together game. And as we did last week, we're going to... I'm going to review it in a similar style to um, our comic book, our traditional comic book review system. First and foremost is art slash graphics. Now, I'll tell you right away, the the graphics are so... I think they're really good. They were knocked out, you know... They were knocked back in the day, but then when I see... Like compared to la- like last week's game, X Men Genesis, these graphics are night and day better than than that, and um, you know, and you eventually see Separation Anxiety, which came out maybe the following year, maybe a little bit after. Um, these graphics are far superior to that. Very, very. I think they're relatively detailed. They do a really good job of detailing these characters. The graphics for me are, is going to get a. It's going to get a ten. I, I legit think they were very clean and one of the best from that era. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 10 f- for that. And, uh, you know, I 
when it comes to the older games, you can't hold them to today's standards. You got to look back, and even still today, I think they look really detailed. It's it's one of the better looking animated Spider-Mans uh, I've seen in video games, and you know Venom too, and all the characters. You know, Carnage looks amazing in that game too. So art's gonna get a ten. Action, which is kind of like the playability function, uh, this is gonna get a uh, a ten for me too. I I really liked the 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 fighting. It was simple. It was you know kind of like a it was simple. The buttons, the but there was different maneuvers you can take. It, it was rather you know simplistic compared to some other games at the time, but I thought it was just right. And you get these you know all the power moves. And, you know, it, and all the helper characters, it actually flowed really nice. And there was action, enough action throughout the game where it didn't seem repetitive. It seemed, it was challenging. It was an increase in challenge throughout the game, and it felt just right. So I have to give that uh, a 10. The boss fights were, were very memorable and well worth my time, well worth my time. Story, uh, the story was... Great, and I, you know, like I said, it, it helped expand Maximum Carnage quite a bit. And like I said, Maximum Carnage is one of my favorite uh, storylines of all time. So that really, that really helped. Um, you know, that overall, that overall score. The the story is a, a beautiful story of of good versus evil, and, and really Spider Man, Spider Man debating whether or not to go back on his on his values to to win this and there's a lot of times in the comic book storyline where Spider-Man is very very visibly frustrated and understandably so because he just it doesn't seem like they can win and a lot of the a lot of the characters are you know a lot of the other heroes are kind of leaning towards Venom's mentality where you know murder murder to you know eye for an eye mentality essentially um when it comes to these villains where Spider-Man's not really, you know, not really the killing, the, uh, yeah, the killing type, essentially. So there's a lot of conflict. It's a really good uh, story. If you guys never read it and this game is, you know, I think worth a playthrough as well. Uh, instead of dialogue, we did audio. And um, the audio, like I said before, it is much better on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System version. Uh it's a lot cleaner. The tracks are a lot. Are overall, whether it's Sega, whether it's Super Nintendo, are very memorable, and they did a good job of utilizing uh, real songs. You know, the, the Green Jelly song, uh, Maximum Carnage, is is such a it's a classic, and it's still it it just it sounds great to this day. It just brings back so so much nostalgia. I really love the soundtrack for this. Uh, I'm going ten as well. This might get a this might get a perfect score for me. Um, replayability, replayability, like I mentioned, there are, I mean, there's no reward, there's, there's no true reward, back then, Sega, those games, the reward in, in itself was beating those games, and trust me, Maximum Carnage was not an easy game at all, um, so that was the reward, but if you are looking for a deeper um, playability, you will try different characters at different times. Like I said, the, the Demo Goblin, you know, level split with the, you know, Demo Goblin and, and Spider-Man and then the Venom in San Francisco uh, coming to New York scene. Like, it, no matter what you play, it's all going to follow the same path of the story. But you're going to get different looks and see different things. And I think that's that goes a long way. 
um, as well as as well as the uh, you know the the hero icons playing different differently for different people. Um, and you never know. You never know if you missed a secret. There, I think there's like five or six secret levels in the game, and there's there's a lot of lot of hidden gems and stuff to look to really look through to help you navigate through the levels. So I'm gonna give. You know what? I'm gonna maybe not a perfect score. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna so it's gonna be forty eight out of fifty for it. Um, it. You know, as far as that, I I do wish you can play as more characters in it. You know, I think overall, I mean, 40 out of 50 is great, but my only my only beef with it were really um, what I said. I wish there was multiplayer mode, and, and this, I just wish, you know, maybe you could do more characters with it. But I think, you know, with technological limitations, I, and I think because Spider-Man and Venom were the, the, the focal point characters of this game, I think it worked effectively. That's just, you know, me wishing there was more playable characters. Just I'm just being greedy. Um, but I won't lie, I would not hate to see a adaptation of this, maybe remake or something, I don't know, or, or remaster it, where it's the same graphics, and there's actually an online video where you can play as multiple character, uh, d- different characters, somebody made a custom Maximum Carnage, and it's a little weird, um, it doesn't fall, it, it changes a lot of things, but I wouldn't hate to see this storyline adapted into something something much bigger, I think. It could be uh, expanded upon, and to be honest with you, this game is, you know, it does have a very cult following. Um, the voting process, if you're not following our Facebook page, it was between this and Fantastic Four from 1997 uh, on the PS1, a game I'm very fond of, and Maximum Carnage smoked uh, smoked that game in the polls. So, so I really, you know, it, it does have a cult following. I think if it, it probably won't happen, but if they ever gave this a shot. I think it would do very, very well in uh in sales. I really do. But that's that's it everybody. That's it for our second panel discussion post credits. I really, really hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh it's been a lot of fun. Next week I'm gonna try something D C. I'm not entirely sure what, but I don't want to be too biased towards my Marvel. Um so I'm gonna lean a little bit more D C with our choices. I don't know, maybe Maybe Lego Batman, maybe Batman the movie game for uh, for Genesis and Nintendo. I'm not sure yet, but make sure you find our Facebook page at the, with the panel discussion. Polls all the time, um, and, and so much more going on. Myself and Greg are, are doing our best, or excuse me, proper English. Greg and I are, are doing our best to uh, increase content for you all. There's so much to talk about with comic books and... You know, just this past weekend, I'm recording this on Saturday, but just as, by the time this airs, uh, this past Saturday, it was, uh, you know, Comic-Con, and there's been so much news to talk about. So me and Greg are finding ways to expand this show to make it even better for you all. We we do take a lot of pride in uh, in our work, and I think the more that we put out, the better it will be. But everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the panel discussion, panel discussion post-credits, and... As I said earlier, enjoy the green jelly version of Maximum Carnage called Carnage Rules.